Ah, summer. The best time of the year usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there was another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. At IKEA, everyone can have lounge chair access. No reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, they have all of the essentials that you need to soak up summer in style no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. Something I for sure love having in my home is super clean countertops. And I love when it smells good too. So you can bring the vacation vibes to your home with coconut scented Clorox Sentiva. It smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy with a refreshing scent that'll transform your space into a tropical island retreat and give you a powerful clean. No plane ticket required. Unleash your self-expression with the enchanting coconut fragrance of Clorox Sentiva. You can get yours at a nearby retail store, also available in grapefruit or lavender scents. Hey, it's Amy here to talk about St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. For 60 years, St. Jude doctors and researchers have helped push the overall childhood cancer survival rate from 20% to more than 80%. And we need your help getting that number to 100%. And most important, your support means that families never receive a bill from St. Jude for treatment, travel, housing, or food. That peace of mind means so, so much for these families. So join me in helping St. Jude in this fight. Become a partner in hope at musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. Life ain't always pretty, but hey, it's pretty beautiful, thing. Laugh a little more, thing. Tight, tighten up your core, thing. Said EK, you're kicking it with four things. With Amy Brown. Happy Thursday, four things, fam. Hope you had an awesome Christmas and you're gearing up for an awesome new year. I don't know if you're the going out type, but uh, for me these days, I love actually being in bed before the clock strikes midnight and I like to just cozy up at home. And I thought I would share with y'all some last minute New Year's Eve plan ideas that could actually be fun in case you want to, you know, just stay home and chill and be low key, which planning a game night and inviting your friends over, I think you'd be shocked who wants to come over and do that, like more people than you might think. And I recently played the game Chameleon at Cat's House and it was so much fun. You can pick it up at Target. I also love Hughes and Q's Blank Slate. Pictionary is always a good one. Or if you don't want to go out and have to buy a game and you don't have one of those at home, you can just do some good old-fashioned charades depending on how many people that you have at your house. You could do a takeout extravaganza, like order your favorite takeout from a bunch of different restaurants and have friends over and you get to just veg out and have a bunch of good food that you love. You could opt to cook a fancy dinner at home and host a low-key dinner at your house. You could maybe do a simple wine and cheese night and just have people over to either binge watch a TV show or you could just have a straight-up movie marathon with a bunch of candy and popcorn and snacks or whatever. Just really any kind of impromptu hangout is really cool. Or if you just want to be by yourself in sweatpants and watching 
all kinds of movies or something that is comforting to you, I can fully get on board and support that as well. Which speaking of movies, I'm going to share with y'all now a chat that I had with Granger Smith right before we went on Christmas break because he had a movie that came out mid-December. And if you haven't seen it or you don't know anything about Pure Flix, it might be a streaming service you want to download or a movie you want to check out with your family if y'all are looking for something to enjoy together. So here is my chat with Granger Smith and I will see y'all next year. That'll be Tuesday, January 3rd. Kat and I will be back with a fresh fifth thing for you. And yeah, happy new year. See you then. All right, I'm sitting across from Granger Smith, at least on Zoom. Are you in Texas, Granger? I am, yeah. Okay, and I'm I'm in Nashville, but I know that's where you spend most of your time. And I mean, this is pretty exciting because you had your first ever movie come out. I know we talked to you on the Bobby Bone Show about it. It's called Moonrise. It debuted on December 15th on Pure Flix, which some people don't know. Let's start with that because I'm familiar with it because I have it for my kids. But what is Pure Flix? Sony Pictures owns Pure Flix and they, they're the ones that shot this movie. And for a long time, one of the guys at Sony wanted to build a family-friendly streaming service for Sony. And they kept, he kept getting a no, he kept getting a no, he kept getting a no. So finally he said, hey, could I just ask a question? Why do you guys keep saying no to this family streaming service to, that Sony could build? And they said, well, we're saying no because Sony doesn't build anything. We just acquire so you find us something, we'll buy it, then we're all over it. So he found PureFlix, which is like a small mom and pop company, I guess. And Sony bought it last year. And then they just dumped all their effort into it to make it something that's wholesome, that you could sit with your kids and you're not going to be surprised by anything that comes up whatsoever. You could trust it. And that's, so that's what this movie's out on. And so when you got the script, because you're not an actor, however it came across your table, are you hesitant at all? Because you're like, wait, what? But hey, I am a I am a country singer. I can offer that. <laughs> you know, what were your first thoughts going into it when the script showed up? It was a, a total no. Like, I'm, I'm not seeking a movie. I'm not trying to be an actor. And it just happened to be the, the right place, right time. I was actually, I had my little boy Maverick. We have a porch swing. So we're sitting on the porch swing and Maverick was asleep on my shoulder. And Tyler had told me, my brother, who's also my manager, he told me earlier that day, he's like, hey man, I sent you this script that came from William Morris Booking Agency for a movie, a movie part. You probably don't want it, but I email it to you. And he's right. It's like, ah, that sounds like a lot of work. You know, I'm not, I'm not super passionate about Hollywood. That's not just something I've always wanted to go after. But I was sitting on that there in the porch swing and, and Maverick was dead asleep on my arm. And so I just thought, I might as well just pull out my phone, you know, and pull out that movie script and just see, you know, what it's all about. So I, I pulled it up and I started reading and it was about this country singer and he lost his wife two years prior and, and he was just struggling. He, had a, he was a father of three and he was a single dad. And I was reading it and I just kept reading and I, I was like reading like a good book. I couldn't put it down. I was like, you know, I really like this story. I ended up reading the whole thing. It took me just over an hour to read like 115 scenes. I called Tyler and I said, hey, the movie, I think I want to do it. And he was like, what? What? I was like, did you read it? And he was like, no, I didn't read it. And I said, well, go read it. Tell me what you think. Maybe I'm crazy, but I really like the story. So then he read it and he was like, yeah, I could see, I could see you trying to do it. So that's, that's how it started. Well, so I know the character you play didn't, show emotion or at least 
early on in the film, he was struggling with that. Is that something that you could personally connect with? What type of person are you when it comes to being vulnerable or showing emotion? Yeah, I like to deflect for sure. Especially like if I'm if I'm in deep grief, I like to deflect and just I, I could fake a smile pretty easily. Most of us in the entertainment industry can at some at some level we could we could distract or deflect or smile or just change the subject quickly. And I got really good at that after we lost my son River. I, I got really good at going on stage and putting on a smile that was totally fake and putting in cruise control and finishing a concert and going back to the bus. And I, I got to be like a robot where I could unfortunately do it pretty well. I could function pretty well. It's like like a functioning alcoholic. I was a functioning grievaholic. I read that through this character a little bit and I thought, oh yeah, I don't have to act very much to be this guy. I could, I could do that. Yeah. I mean, I think that's probably why the character resonated with you so much. You're someone that has experienced immense pain and suffering, yeah. but also, I don't know. I can't speak for you. I, I follow your wife on Instagram. So I see how beautifully she has, you know, shown up and just the pain is there. The grieving process is there. But when, when you're open to it, like y'all both have been beautiful things can come from that pain, but it doesn't mean the pain goes away. But at what point did you realize, Oh, I'm being a robot and I need to maybe address some of this. When I finally really hit rock bottom and it's crazy, Amy, because nobody really knows about it. In fact, I wrote a book about it that comes out next year, 2023. And I was like really big in self-help, you know, and I've tried so hard. I read so many books. I tried all these different things to, to pull myself out and to heal myself and to make myself better. And when I had finally tried everything and realized I nothing is working, I'm, I'm on total rock bottom. I had to completely surrender and just say, you know what, God, you have a plan and I don't know what it is. I'm going to follow this lead even though it, it sucks and it hurts and it doesn't make any sense. It's like looking at a, a mosaic painting, you know, in Europe and you're looking at all those tiny tiles and it's like, you're looking at it up close and it just looks like nothing. It looks like a blob of nothing. And as soon as you start stepping back and you realize, oh, this is actually a masterpiece, but I couldn't see it because I was just so buried in it. And that's, that's what my pain was for a long time. And when I started stepping back, I started seeing instances when I thought, you know, this isn't all bad. There, there are good things coming out of this grief. There are different people that are benefiting from it. There are, there are different platforms that I'm on that people hear a message, they hear a story and they go, hey, that, that made me feel better. And so that's good. That's good. That's, it's not a lot. It doesn't replace a loss, but it is good. And, and, and you start adding up those goods and they, they multiply. And then you step back further from the mosaic and you go, wow, like this is really making an impact. This really matters. It wasn't meaningless at all. And eventually the character in this movie sees that. It takes them a long time. Well, the mosaic, that's a beautiful analogy. I feel like that's a perfect way to look at it and probably resonates with a lot of people that are listening right now that can't, they're not open to seeing the bigger picture yet because you're right in also comparing it to an alcoholic and hitting that rock bottom it's almost like that's what it takes for them to finally realize, oh, something's really wrong. I need to get help. And it can happen with grief and pain yeah. as well. And alcohol, you know, alcohol is one way you numb out. 
just being a robot and working. And that's another way to numb out is just show up, do your job, like get it done. Don't address the pain, keep numbing, stuffing it down, numbing. And so, yeah, I feel like you were the perfect role for this character. And I hope people check out Moonrise. That's, that's the name. And the songs that accompany the movie, you wrote every single one on there, which I think is also amazing and a huge testament to your talent. I just know this from when you talked to the Bobby Bone Show, but you sort of, you know, stepped up and were like, hey, uh, I think I can write songs that will fit this and I'm going to go ahead and take the reins on that. How long did it take you to write all those songs? Yeah, well, first of all, I have to step in and say that they didn't want to spend a bunch of money and make this big budget, big production. And so it was it was really, you know, I, I came in because I, I just need, I needed to finish the project and it needed songs. Like you, we couldn't just go out and just find generic songs and just fill in some gaps. And I wrote the first song Christmas Eve. So about four months. Yeah, well, that's just another cool thing to know about the movie when people are watching it, seeing you play the main character and then hearing the music and knowing you were a huge part of, of all of that. All right, so I've been saving on shopping this year by only buying new clothes when I've sold some clothes that I no longer wear. And what this has done is it's forced me to be super wise when I'm adding clothes back into my closet. I want to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune, and that's where Quince comes into play. You can go see for yourself all the awesome stuff they have, especially for summer right now, like European linen dresses and blouses and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, 14-karat gold jewelry, so much more. And if you're like me, you're like, hmm, this just seems too good to be true. Well, what Quince does is they partner directly with top factories and they cut out the cost of the middleman and they pass the savings on to us. So we are getting things for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. For example, I'm literally looking on their website right now at this open knit cover-up maxi dress that'll be great for the summer, 100% organic cotton, and it's $49.90. It could retail for $148, so that's 66% savings. And with warm weather here, you need to check out Quince. All you got to do is go to quince.com slash Amy for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash Amy. You're going to get free shipping. Again, 365-day returns. That's quince.com slash Amy. Ah, uh, summer, the best time of the year. Usually it doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices and vacation disappears quicker than ice cream melts. But what if summer doesn't have to come with a scorching price tag? What if there's another way? With Ikea, your plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. Here, everyone can have lounge chair access, no reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, we have all the essentials you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Dreamy getaways can mean the perfect reading nook right outside your window, picnic in the shade, or taking your morning coffee to meet the morning sun. Really, any meal tastes better outside. Create that summer escape for family and friends and start planning a better, more affordable summer right now. You can be the host with the most and the least worries. This summer, make your doorstep the perfect vacation destination with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. Hey, it's Amy here to talk about St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. For 60 years, St. Jude doctors and researchers have helped push the overall childhood cancer survival rate 
from 20% to more than 80%. And we need your help getting that number to 100%. And most important, your support means that families never receive a bill from St. Jude for treatment, travel, housing, or food. That peace of mind means so, so much for these families. So join me in helping St. Jude in this fight. Become a partner in hope at musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. You know, we said earlier that you're not an actor, but now that I think about it too, with Earl Dibbles Jr., if I could say that correctly, (laughs) Earl Dibbles Jr., you know, that is a character. Do you put that in the actor category? I wouldn't. I don't think so. Um, that yeah, that was an that was a total accident. Earl is easy to step into because it's just um, it's just ridiculous redneckery, and I, I could step into that role because I have so many friends that are like that or kind of like that, and I'm kind of like that, and my dad was kind of like that. So that's that's just kind of a default. So a lot of your videos that are up. And when you step into that character, though, is it sort of improv or do you have some of it planned out? Because I don't know, Granger, I'm, I'm backing up. I was going to say you weren't an actor either, but I'm like, mm. and I think, too, something about being an artist and stepping on stage every night and being able to perform for people is is a form of acting and entertainment, especially when you have real life stuff that's going on and you're having to maybe act like everything is fine. It may not be. It's an interesting point. We talked about the story of me going up on stage and smiling and that is a performance in itself. That yeah. is acting in itself. So yeah, as, as anybody in their t- entertainment business has to do, we have to be able to turn it on and we have to be able to turn it off. And if you don't, if you're, if you can't do it at all, then you're going to come across in a meet and greet and people are going to go, man, that guy's he's a jerk. I met that guy's in a jerk. Now, the, the people that they don't say is a jerk all the time, that's just because they're a little bit better at acting <laughs> yeah. because they have a headache. They're tired. They, mm-hmm. you know, they don't, they don't want to be there. So yeah, they're just acting. Did you ever have a moment on set where you just turned and you're like, sorry, guys, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> like, just go ahead and fire <laughs> me if you want to. Uh, every day. Every I day. was like, you know, I could drive into set and I could be, uh, I can get in a really bad car accident and just die. And then this film would really do well because then you guys would make, make headlines because the lead actor died. So maybe that's the best bet we could have. And uh, the big question <laughs> is, do you think you'll ever act again? I guess it depends on uh, the more and more people that see it. If they think that I, that I'm terrible, then maybe, uh, maybe I should just take their advice. I don't know. The, the best thing I could say is, just the same way that I got this movie. I love the script. I thought it was really good. I thought I could actually do it. Now, I don't know if I could say that too often. And maybe it was just uh, lightning in a bottle. Well, I filmed my first movie this year, Granger. I was not the main character like you. I had a scene in a bathroom. Okay. <laughs> but, it, but it was a pivotal scene. And I'm just saying, I don't know, maybe one day if there's some country movie, if you're down... Who knows? We might be in the same movie together. I'm just manifesting it and now. All because of this podcast and all this is where it all started. I don't know if it's right this. Here. I mean, you've got after midnight. <laughs> I I was I was approached to do the show because I was or the movie because I was Amy Brown from My Heart Radio and the the artist in the Christmas movie was playing the iHeart Radio Christmas Eve special. <laughs> That's perfect. And so I was one of the hosts on stage and then the artist kind of had a little meltdown. So I had to follow her into the bathroom and have a little pep talk to, with her. And I got bit by the bug. Like I was on set for 14 hours. Mm. Again, nothing like what you 
did with Moonrise playing the main character and filming for months. But I had the best time ever. I've started taking acting lessons since then. No More so way. just to challenge myself. And, you know, you do you ever have that self-doubt creep in, especially at our age, you know, at 41, trying something new and you're just like, wait, who do I think I am? Why would I do this? I'm too, this is right. for other people. But, you know, they do need older people in movies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they need moms and dads and all the things. But I don't know if you've ever just done something to counter that self-doubt. Like the minute it popped into my head, I think I went years and years and years just listening to that and being like, okay, fine. And sitting on the sideline. And then yep. now I'm to a place where I almost, if that pops in, it makes me want to just go try and do it. Even if it doesn't work out or I fail or I audition for something or whatever it may be, I'm I'm inviting it in more because I want to rewire my brain to not even mm -hmm. have the doubt. I think that's an indicator, like you said, at our age, it becomes an indicator that that's something that we should do. And it's like, a, it's it's a good nervous feeling. It's it's not like a danger, like, oh, this is, this is dangerous. It's a it's a stirring, a, a stirring anxiety that sometimes we lean, we need to lean in. And that's an indication that this is something we should try because the more and more we lean into those harder things, the things that make us a little bit nervous, the more and more it separates us in a life that we could have had. That's way more boring. And it's, it has nothing to do with talent or nothing to do with luck or, or circumstance. It's literally just going, you know what, that's, that's a harder path. And if I take the harder path, it just separates me. And you do that seven times, think how much more separated you are. And so, yeah, you do an acting classes, literally it makes you nervous. And I was terrified the whole movie shoot. I was terrified because I just thought, don't be the guy that screws us up for all these people. Don't be the guy that didn't memorize enough, that didn't prepare enough, or that didn't wasn't aware enough. Don't be that guy because this is these people's lives and you're going to mess this up. You don't mess this film up. And that that was enough to go, Oh, I got to get up tomorrow and do the same thing again. So yeah, lean lean into it. Well, Granger, you're super talented. I know that everyone behind Moonrise is pumped to have had you a part of it. And I just hope people check it out. Again, it's on Pure Flix. They can uh, stream it there. And before we go, I would love to do Four Things Gratitude with you. Yes. I am very curious if you have a TV show you're thankful for, a book that you're thankful for an Instagram follow and then maybe a food or drink. <laughs> I'm going to go with, uh, I'm going to go with recent, recent things. And I will say that TV shows and just in general, I'm grateful because that becomes a time for Amber and I that we could just have some alone time. So usually like sometimes I'm putting the kids down and I'm like, Hey, hurry up, go to sleep. Mommy and I have to watch a show. <laughs> like that's my excuse. We got to watch a show because you know, you know, we shut the door and it's just us and we get to like, indulge in a show. And so I don't know if you, did you see Severance? Yeah. Where they erase people's brains between work and personal life. Yes. Yes. Total, yeah. It was a total reality release. That show, uh, Amber and I got so into it. We just binged it. Okay. So I've watched probably three episodes. You're saying I need to keep going because I forgot about it. 100%. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah I'll yeah. go back. Okay. What about a book? A recent one I just finished. It's called Seeking Allah, Finding Jesus. By Nabil Koresh, and it, it's it's an amazing book about a, um, a young Muslim man's journey in America, and it really opened my eyes to Islam and the struggle that they have in in our Western culture 
that we don't realize. And that book really changed me. I just finished it like a couple weeks ago. Okay. Uh, what about an Instagram follow? I don't know. Do you spend a lot of time on social media or how do you handle your account? Because you mm. have over a million followers, but I'm sure you have certain boundaries put in place. But is there someone that you follow that you know, you're thankful to have because it's a dose of encouragement or makes you laugh or whatever? Sure. I mean, if anyone has really good boundaries and ideas on how to keep boundaries, I'll listen to it because I don't, I don't know if anyone really does. But I was thinking about this account that I've just started following called History and Color at History Colored. But it, it's this crazy account and I could just go through it for hours, but it's these old black and white images that are professionally colored. And it's amazing. You just go down this long rabbit hole of, of crazy history and you feel like you're there. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's so beautiful. And then there is the, there's another one, history, black and white, that the same people, it's, okay. they say it's oh, part of that, the yeah. history colored family. So if you click on that, it's all black and white stuff. All right. What about a food or a drink? It's funny. I'm sitting here drinking uh, Celsius. Have you tried one of those Celsius energy Oh, yeah. Drinks? Yeah, I'm a big fan. They're awesome. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go with that. Yeah, I feel like when it comes to energy drinks, that's like the best one. Totally. That, I'm with you. I'm with you. Food. This time of year, the area that we live in, they're Czech. They're Czech, like Czech heritage. So they, they make kalachis. Like the old ladies on this in this area make these kalachis that are just unreal. And they make them this time of year. Okay. Are you a sweet or a savory kalachi guy? Mm-hmm. I like, I probably will go with the savory if I have to choose, but I love the sweet. I love the sweet. And they'll make both. They'll make like peach and then they'll make like the, um, the cream cheese. Yeah. No, a cherry cream cheese kolache is where it's at. And yes. then also whenever we would drive to Houston, I'm trying to think from Austin to Houston and I can't remember the name of the kolache place, but I mean, we would stop every single time and now I can't think of the name, but that's when I would get the the cherry and cream cheese kolache. And yeah. then they also had a really great like ham cheese and jalapeno. Yeah. Amazing. So get so, one salty and get one yep. sweet. Well, yep. Granger, thank you so much for taking the time. And I can't wait to do a movie with you. I know. Hey, you called it. You put it out in the universe. So there we go. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see what happens. Okay. Tell Amber I said hi. I will. Thank you, <laughs> okay. Amy. Bye. Bye. All summer, the best time of the year usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there was another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. At IKEA, everyone can have lounge chair access. No reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, they have all of the essentials that you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. Hey, it's Amy here to talk about St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. For 60 years, St. Jude doctors and researchers have helped push the overall childhood cancer survival rate from 20% to more than 80%. And we need your help getting that number to 100%. And most important, your support means that families never receive a bill from St. Jude for treatment, travel, housing, or food. 
That peace of mind means so, so much for these families. So join me in helping St. Jude in this fight. Become a partner in hope at musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. All right, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth that no matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can really make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through things. Now, BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. BetterHelp.com. 